What is going on, Irregulars? Welcome back on another Thursday. Bobby, how are you? What's going on? How are you doing? Say it. I know you want to. No, no, no. We got to save it for next week. We had an agreement. All right, fine. We had an agreement like a year ago at this point now that we'll, we we go back and forth on the intros and I can't say my line every single time. So it's fine. What is the line, guys? Do you guys know? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Bobby. Uh, what's going on, Caitlin? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise. Is that right? No. <laughs> no fuck paradise um no my new line is like you know how people are like oh live in the dream my follow-up that, to that is live in the dream someone's dream someone's dream. not mine <laughs> <laughs> um no but i mean things are okay um i think last time we recorded i was kind of on a high and you know life just took me down a couple pegs since then and you know that's the thing about depression is like it's just, it fucking blows. That's the best way I can say it. And like, you think you're going to be good one day and then you have a couple good days or maybe like a good week or so. And then, and then you don't. And then you don't. Yeah. I mean, I will say that a lot of people who did reach out, you know, after that first uh, hiatus episode, um, they were like, damn, like Caitlin went off. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of her episode. I actually didn't even realize how much I talked about my experience until I had people reaching out like, wow, that was so brave of you. I'm like, what? What was so brave? And then uh-huh. I, I I, listened to it. I'm like, was it brave or was it was it insane? <laughs> uh, especially because like, I didn't even, like I didn't even realize it when I was talking about it. But uh, yeah. Um, I was supposed to have my appointment with my psychiatrist to get on medication for my depression, which, uh, spoiler alert, didn't happen for me. <laughs> um I, like without getting too deep into it because we could spend a whole entire episode talking about this um again yeah and we've bobby and i have talked shit about this off air but um uh, basically i just want to say the whole fucking mental health system is so fucked like in alignment with like prescription drugs and big pharma and all that bullshit like the fact that i have to get prescribed medication from my psychiatrist who literally could not give less of a fuck about me because he just doesn't have like the bandwidth number one and like the time it was very frustrating. Um, I had the appointment scheduled, and when I got on like the telehealth appointment, he's like, "Hey, how you been?" Like, I'm like, "Um, I've been better." Bad. I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, and he starts asking the normal questions that he asks me because he's the same person that I see that prescribes my ADHD medication. So it felt a lot like a what they call a med check follow up appointment, which is like. A 15 minute window where they just check in with you make sure you're not losing your fucking shit and then give you more prescriptions mm-hmm. so um i could tell that he thought that's what that was and i kind of just stopped and i was like um d- did you d- did were you aware of like what this appointment was supposed to be for and he had no idea so it was like like the wind was just like taken out of my sails big time because it was like first of all thank god i like had the i don't want to say self-awareness but just like the I don't even know. Thank God I knew to even ask. Like, hey, do you know what we're supposed to be doing here? Because I can tell it's probably not what's happening right now. Yeah, right. And he, like, cuts me off and he's like, well, we don't have time for that. I'm like, well, first of all, motherfucker, it's because you showed up 15 minutes late. If I did that, I'd be paying a $90 fee, but whatever. Yeah. Um, But he's like, yeah, that's actually a 30 to 45-minute appointment window that we need to have. It's an evaluation, not a med check, and they didn't schedule you for that. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to reschedule. And, like, anyone who knows that field it's really hard to get an appointment it's like at least two to three weeks 
at a, a good place. That's like to any get type of doctor's appointment. Yeah, it's like, such a pain in the ass. So whatever. So that gets rescheduled, and then I had to like jump through hoops to make sure I wasn't charged for the appointment because right now I don't have insurance, and they're like, I'm just paying out of pocket. It's like 150 bucks, like for an appointment. So that leads me to the next appointment, which was supposed to be a week ago today, um, which I guess it was supposed to be Valentine's Day. Um, and I woke up that day and I was having a really, really, really dark day. It was just like one of my bad days and looking at my money and my finances. And I'm like, bro, I can't afford this right now. It's like 150 bucks. I can't, I literally don't have it in my bank account right now to pay. Um, so I called and I canceled. I'm like, I, I can't, I just, I can't afford this right now. And she's like, well, do you know when you can? I'm like, honestly, like I'm a server and a bartender right now. Like last week, it was slow and I didn't make my normal money. I made like probably two thirds what I normally make. I don't know if this week is going to be slow, so I can't really tell you. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I just, I wish that there was a better way. And if anybody knows one, let me know. Cause right now I'm just kind of on pause. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, full disclosure, we were supposed to record this last week and I was having just a really, really dark day. And I was like, listen, I, I can't, I can't if I can even pull myself out of my house is one thing but like to record I just can't do it so yeah thank you for understanding about that I appreciate it <laughs> yeah I got your back thanks a little, just a little bit <laughs> uh, but the one good thing is, is I'm going to Florida say, this weekend yeah, give, to visit. give us a highlight um as you guys probably remember my best friend Liv she lives in Fort Lauderdale now um I'm going to visit her for her 30th birthday this weekend with all my college friends and Oh, God. It's like all the sorority girls from Bloomsburg. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking shit show. <laughs> That's so bad. They don't, you know, how, like there's those memes out there where it's like, Vegas can't handle us. Like they haven't seen three guys in a Ralph Lauren polo before. Right. Like, that's pretty much what I think of. You. But it's like the opposite. Like we're not going to be able to handle all being together in the same place. Like I don't, I don't know. I actually don't even know if they all party anymore. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I drink, I guess. But not, I mean, none of us drink like we used to. So yeah, no. I don't know. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. But we've already like rented out a boat for the one day. We're having a beach party the other day. We have like dinner reservations. And I'm over here like, I need to buy clothes. And I haven't yet. I, I don't know. I'm stressed. But it's <laughs> I, fine. I need medication. I'm getting a spray tan. So that should be fine. As long as I have a spray tan, <laughs> I can literally take on the whole fucking world. So. That, oh, that's it? it lit- I'm not kidding. Me with a spray tan, like nothing can stop me. So. That's Should all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. How much is a spray tan? It's like 50 bucks. <laughs> 50 Lasts bucks. like two fucking days. <laughs> 50 great. bucks. It changes the whole fucking world. <laughs> um, anyway, how about you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually kind of great in a weird way. Um, I'm loving my new job. I love that. Loving it. It is. Uh, it's just where I need to be. And like, or sorry, let me rephrase. It's where I'm supposed to be. I love it, that. Yeah. Like. I'm doing higher level stuff now, you know, with my position and, you know, a lot of responsibility, um, high expectations and stuff like that. So it's a little nerve wracking. Like I was not sleeping well my first like two weeks because I'm like waking up and I'm like, oh man, like, is this how they want me to do that? Or, you know, this, and I'm like, and it's like, dude, it's fucking five o'clock in the morning. Like they... (laughs) pay you money to think like this from nine to six like mm-hmm. just save it from nine to six so it's been kind of like a little adjustment like trying to figure out you know the lay of the land and that's just like any new job though you know but for the mo- it, the whole company is so 
fucking cool and the people I work with are so cool and my manager is like super laid back dude like you know I had some questions about something like how to you know position myself to like grow this account and I was like I just messaged him real quick I'm like hey man you got a minute and he's like dude I always will have a minute like just come over and fucking talk to me I'm like oh sweet that's amazing <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy to hear this from you yeah so it's, what is uh, your official position like what's the title uh a European senior account specialist Wow, ladies, that sounds sexy or what? <laughs> I know, right? Mm. Meow. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so I'm 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 pretty stoked about that. That's uh pretty pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Um and then last week, um as or from last episode, you as you guys know, I attend a um mental health class, a men's mental health class every Tuesday um through the Your Life Gym and Hearts, you know, sponsored by Heart Support. Um, so always shout out to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been talking with the guy who runs each session. Um, great guy. His name's Lawrence. And, um, I've been chatting with him for a little bit and he was, you know, we wanted some opinions on how to like grow the, grow the group and this, that, and the other thing, what can we do and whatnot. And, uh, unfortunately, but kind of fortunately, but super unfortunately, um, like last week, Lawrence like messaged me at four 30 and was like, Hey, um, my aunt passed away. I won't be able to take the meeting today, so you're gonna run it. And I'm like, huh? oh. And what time was the meeting supposed to start? Seven fifteen. Oh and, and I worked till six. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh fuck. Like, and he's like, can you do it? If not, it's fine. But like, you know me. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna be like, no. no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I got this. And I was like, super confident, like going into it, and. I was like, dude, this is going to be fine. Like, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, I turn the screen on and, like, all the guys start showing up and everyone's chatting. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know oh, you got mean? more like, nervous as it started? Oh, yeah. yeah but then like, did it get better throughout? Um, I would say, like, initially I was, like, really, really nervous. And then I kind of <laughs> um, just came out of, you know, and just said it out loud. I was like, I, just so you guys know, like... I'm really fucking nervous right now. <laughs> and everyone was like, no, you're doing a great job. Like Aww, this, that, and the other thing. And then, uh, like even my buddy, Joe, um, you know, he attends, Joe's been on, on the podcast a couple of times. And, uh, he sent me a screenshot of him talking to Lawrence and he was just like, Lawrence messaged back and said, um, he goes, I told Lawrence that you did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. And uh, Lawrence wrote back. He's like, I'm so incredibly thankful for him. He's been a breath of fresh air to our community. It's truly a blessing. He's gifted in, in natural leadership. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, Yay. I, didn't, I didn't fuck this one up. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So that was cool. And then uh, what was another? What else did I do? Oh, I went and um, which is going to segue into our topic today. Um, I went and actually watched um, my buddies. He coaches a college wrestling team, Division One college wrestling team, and I went out and watched him coach and watch this. He had they had a doubleheader, so they had two matches back to back. I actually knew what that meant. Are you proud of me? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty universal term in sports. So. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> I'm so like well versed in sports lingo. <laughs> exactly, but uh, but yeah, so I went out and watched them, and um, his uh, I'm friends with his girlfriend, um, and. Him, uh, her and I went out to dinner and had some drinks afterwards too. And it kind of, you know, having that conversation actually sparked today's topic, which is self-esteem because we were just talking about some things and 
I had like mentioned to her like at a period of time in my life that she knew, you know, what was going on with me, but didn't really know what was going on with me. I was like, yeah, I was like pretty much at like an all time low as far as self-esteem goes. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, it was. Pretty- that was like the period that you guys had met, right? Like a year and a half, two years ago. No, I've known her for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Can we just say what was happening? Yeah, I was dating her friend. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so it was like right then, and like, you know, I was telling um, uh, her name's Britt. Um, I was telling Britt like, you know, after at dinner, like, yeah, I was like pretty much like I pretty much hated myself <laughs> like at, at that time. She's like, no way, I would have never thought. I'm like, yeah, I know, like, pretty fucking good at masking it at this point, you know, and that just kind of jog some thoughts in my head and figured we'd talk about it and oddly enough a few weeks ago that was the topic of our mental health class so i was like fuck this is just kind of making a lot of sense yeah i ironically last night i don't know if anybody watches euphoria but um, i've been hearing good things about oh, it. i don't so know what it's good. about it's what's so it about I, we'll talk off air it's <laughs> about like addiction and like uh high school drama but like these girls and these people do not behave or look like high school kids that just happen to be inside of a school nothing that's happened to them has anything to do with school in uh, my opinion so okay um, but the girl one of the girls in the show said life is pretty much like 90% about confidence and the best thing about confidence is nobody knows whether it's real or fake. And I was like, damn. Oh, wait, hold on. Can you say that again? I want to, I want to listen even more intensely. <laughs> life. I, I wish I had the exact quote, but what you said just reminded me of it. Um, life is 90% confidence. And the best thing about confidence is no one knows whether it's real or fake. Dude, that's so true. And I was like, damn, dropping some knowledge on us, Maddie. Okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that show on? HBO. On H- okay, but if cool. you have HBO Max, you can get to it. Yeah, I do have. Well, I'm a leech on somebody else. I was gonna say we have it. I <laughs> yeah, get yeah. it from my college roommate too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> Love that for us. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So like I said, we uh, I wanted to kind of just chat about um self esteem and like what that is, what that looks like for you and I, what you know um how we work through it, you know what we can do to improve it, and just a bunch of just have a fucking conversation like we normally do. Um. So as we do in our, as I found out as of last week, as we do in our mental health classes, whenever we have a topic, we define it. Um, So the definition of self-esteem, the term self-esteem is used to describe a person's overall subjective sense of personal worth or value. In other words, self-esteem may be defined as how much you appreciate and like yourself regardless of the circumstances. Um, And then there's a whole host of factors that come in with that. As far as, uh, you know, the feeling of security, your identity, feeling of belonging and competence and stuff like that. So um, I think the interesting part about that is the last part where you said how much you like yourself and appreciate yourself regardless of the circumstances. That, I think, makes me think because like when you're, I don't know, maybe like in great shape or like you're having a good hair day. I mean, well, sorry, not for you, but (laughs) (laughs) damn, I'm sorry. Holy fuck, that was like a really good joke. Oh my god, I'm so well, I haven't seen you without a hat on in a while and you don't have one on right now. So Oh my god. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'm like still <laughs> I'm like proud of you. Like really? that. See, I yeah. feel guilty. I'm like, fuck, I should have said that. That's so funny. And for those who don't know what I actually look like, I mean you should by now, but like 
Bald I'm with bald. a beard, but bald with a great beard. Do yeah. not fucking discount that goddamn yeah. beard. Thank you. I appreciate that. But damn, that was a really good bald joke. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. And for, for those who don't know, actually, before my very last boyfriend, my type was bald with a beard. I exclusively dated bald with a beard for like a while. And I didn't even notice I was doing it until I was doing it. But regardless. <laughs> so I, you know, um, all bald lives matter, you know, and I'm here for you. I got your back. But as I was saying, it's easy to be feeling good about yourself when you look good or you know you're like doing well at work or whatever but i think if those circumstances are swapped i guess that's when you figure out what your self-esteem is like yeah i guess it kind of uncovers yeah uh, you know because at said time you know i was having this conversation you know and talking about the past you know i was it was fucking peak pandemic it was Mm. i was unemployed you know um I just didn't, I was lost in my direction as far as like the career that I wanted to go and what I wanted to do and being, I mean, like I said, peak COVID. So like being fucking locked inside, you know, um, not even really being able to like go anywhere or do anything or talk to your friends face to face. And you know me, like I'm Mr. Fucking social butterfly like i have to be doing things mm-hmm. I, I, I don't do well sitting at home by myself with my own thoughts you know that's just yeah not, i get that <laughs> like that's just not who i am so like you know i i was i was on a struggle bus you know especially too like you know dating her like you know not that like finances or anything have to do with uh they shouldn't have to do with like a relationship but like damn like i was like paying for things as i should you know i'm not saying that that's a whole different conversation but like damn like i was i had like no money and i'm like dude how the fuck am i like can i keep up with this lifestyle yeah not even that like how am i supposed to press this girl and be like yeah i'm super dope i'm unemployed and don't know what the fuck i want to do with my life you know what i mean like how do you put that in a way to you know stay an interesting person yeah i mean that's an interesting thing to bring up too because i've been in situations where i've dated guys who have been in that situation and it's like when you're a bit more financially secure than them, you're like, well, I don't want to fuck with this ego and like not let him pay, but also like, bro, you don't have to pay. I got this. Yeah. It's tough. It was, it was weird. Yeah. I mean, good thing she was super cool and like didn't really fucking care about any of that stuff. But like at the time, like Mm -hmm. she might not care, but I cared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that goes back to the whole thing of self-esteem. Like my, I was like, dude, you're, you don't deserve this. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like where I was at. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, you have a really good chick on your hands, like this, that, and the other thing, and you're you are fucking worthless. Like you do not deserve to be in this position. You do not be deserve. You do not deserve to sit across the table from her at dinner. Like that's how I felt, even though I probably shouldn't have. You know what I mean? So I guess it's safe to say because we had talked maybe about improving your self esteem. So like self esteem is not a like written in stone thing. You can control yeah, yeah. it, I guess, and it can change. It can definitely change. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it has changed. You know, I'm, oh my God, from then till now, like, I'm not saying that I feel like I'm the shit or, you know, I mean, I tell people that I think I'm the shit just because, again, it's all a cover up. But like, <laughs> no, like, I don't feel, I don't feel bad. I'm not like in the dumps or anything about myself, but there's, there's always room for improvement. I'm also my own worst enemy. Yeah. on like everything high five <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the team <laughs> yeah so we're really just letting people have a bird's eye view on our like flaws this this season <laughs> yeah i know right this season of uh self-deprecation i love it 
So yeah, you're, I, I mean, I can say I agree with you that your self-esteem seems a lot higher, even since we last were recording in August. I think the job had a lot to do with it. Um, looking and full at, disclosure, like my old boss listens to, to my podcast. So uh, shout out to you. Like there was nothing wrong oh, with my no, old job. Oh, no, not at all. Just I think you always let knew people you, know. Yeah. yeah, I think, but you always knew that you kind of, like that wasn't your forever career. It was, it was, it, it was, I, I I always said I think it was great for where you were at the time. It served its purpose well for that, but ultimately, like that's not what you wanted to be doing for the rest of your life. I knew I wanted more, right? And you wanted to feel like you were making an impact in some way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, where do you think you would rate your self esteem now on a scale from one to ten? And you know, it's funny is like I knew that question was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um. Can I ask where you'd rate it? Back in the time that we were talking about before when you were dating this girl? Um, like a th- three? Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that bad. Is that that bad? It's pretty <laughs> bad, it, yeah. Yeah, it was probably like a three or uh, at most a four. think about it like physical health. If someone told you that their physical health was a three or a four, you'd be like, bro, are you the fucker, right? Yeah, I guess, right? It's I didn't kinda, think, yeah. think to like, yeah, probably like a three or a four. Wow. Yeah, because like, Dude, my oh my god, my I was yeah I was yeah probably like a three or four, less l- some days less maybe some yeah. days I hit a five, mm-hmm. but I don't think I was making I was hitting a six ever, for the most part. Um, now you're like now I'm a five. No, I'm kidding. Now I'm a solid four <laughs> and a half. Um, growth. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag growth. Um, I would say. I mean, I had a great, I've been, ha- like, my last, like, couple weeks have been pretty fucking great. So, you know, I don't, but I don't know how much of that is, like I said, like a high. Yeah, situational. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would probably still say, though, like, a, probably like a seven, seven or an eight. That's still pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, I'd say. What it's about you? Pretty damn good. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I th- it's interesting because when I started therapy like a year and a half ago, that this was a big thing. It, we talked more about like self-worth and like identity, but I think it's interesting because they kind of go hand in hand. Um, and that was like the – I forget the word that she uses, but it's like what your therapist diagnoses you with more or less and like your treatment plan, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And ours was defining who I am and like improving my self-worth. And I, I think self-esteem – I hope I'm right, but I feel like that goes pretty closely with that. Well, what were we talking about off air? Like the difference between self-esteem and, and self-confidence, and which I think we can get to. But yeah. uh, but I, I mean, I also think that kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about too. Like self-esteem, when I think of self-esteem, I think of it like I am smart, I am nice, I am loyal. When I think about self-confidence, it's like I was a good friend today. I was performing well at my job today. Like the things I do versus like who I am maybe. Or like maybe like my – how much I believe in the things that I think I'm good at maybe. Does yeah. that make sense? I think I'm picking that up. I don't know if I'm describing that correctly. But anyway, so that was at an all-time low a year and a half ago, um, which it, is why I think this whole like situational thing's interesting because I really, really – like this past summer, like I was – like I know who I am. I I feel good about myself. Not every day is great, but yeah, you're on a track this summer. Yeah, and then <laughs> now, I oh got my god, fucking railroaded. Yeah, now I feel like on my good days, I'll say like, and a good day for me is not like a. They're not that. They're not. They're not great. 
but they're I'm getting out of bed, I'm showering, I'm going to work, I'm not That's now talking about my shitty life. I'm just existing in a way that's not like detrimental to myself. On those good days, my self esteem is probably like a four four, four and a half. Um on the bad days, oh God, I'd probably say a solid one. A solid one. Right now, yeah. Someone's got to be in first place. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're a winner at something. Thank you. I'm still number one. (laughs) So that's that's now though. Right now, yeah. But like this summer Um, would be like an equal comparison to like the inverse of like what I was. Yeah, I would say probably like a seven. Yeah, seven feels comfortable because it's like room for improvement, but not bad. Yeah, not too cocky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I think another like point to make before because I think we can get into the difference between self confidence and self esteem a little bit more um but another point that i kind of just thought of um was like the depre- the difference between depression and having low self-esteem i think are two different things oh I, absolutely I, yeah you know what i mean like i feel like like going through a depression is like all-encompassing like mm-hmm. it's like you and your surroundings and the situations that you're in and you know all this stuff where like your self-esteem is kind of like your reflection of yourself. But I think an interesting thing, it's it's what's crazy is like Thursday night when you and I are supposed to record, I think a lot of why I got so in my head was because I am very big on like understanding the things that I'm feeling like is quote unquote, is this normal of depression? Like, is this things that everybody who's going through depression feels or are these things unique to me? And I do a lot of research about them. So I was looking into that and it's ironic that you say that because I think the two kind of go hand in hand, but I think the de- the depression affects your self-esteem a lot because it really just makes you believe like, I'm not shit. I am a fucking piece of shit. I'm never going to be able to get through this. I don't have the tools. I don't have the energy. I don't have the strength. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like I am not worth per- like persevering because I am not shit. Like I suck. Yeah. Like, th- to-, to my core, I am not a good person and I'm not worth even trying to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I mean, they definitely do go hand in hand, but I, I wouldn't like always associate someone who has a low self-esteem with someone who is depressed. I would say and if like, you're depressed, you have low self-esteem, but if you have low, low self-esteem, you're, you might not be depressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, thank you. That's kind of what I was getting at. Cause I do know some people, like I'm like thinking off the top of my head, like, and he, he definitely has like extremely low self-esteem, but do I think he's depressed? I'm like, eh, I mean, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like maybe there's mm-hmm. some things that he's not too happy about or, you know, knows that he needs to improve on, but doesn't know how to get there. And this and the other thing, maybe. Um, but I think more so, he, you know, he's just striking out with the girls or, mm-hmm. you know, work's not going so hot or whatever, you know, whatever that may be, you know, and I'm like, it's hard to see. Like they can't, they're not, um, they're mutually exclusive, but they're also not mm-hmm. mutually exclusive mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like a really weird thing. What is that? How do you say that? They they correlate, but they don't correspond or something like that. Oh, yeah. What is that saying? We I should don't know. fucking look this stuff up. <laughs> we really should. <laughs> this uh, is why Joe Rogan's so much better than us. <laughs> we'll get there. We're, yeah. we're just getting back in our groove. It's our second episode. You know? I know, okay. right? I want to know your opinion of when you picture someone who has really high self-esteem. Like, Can you think of one person in your head and you don't have to say who they are? Or you can if you want. Um, like, what does that look like? And like, what do you think? Why do they have it? You know what I mean? Oh my God. It's so funny. Like you asked this question and, and like halfway through, I'm like, Oh, I know exactly who I'm picking. And then I'm like, wait a minute. 
this person probably has really low self-esteem, but my perception of Mm -hmm. him is his high Mm -hmm. self-esteem. Yeah. I'm not going to say who it is, but can you tell me off air? Cause I want to know. Absolutely. (laughs) I think this person, um, just because I know him, you know what I mean? Like, and we've had real long conversations and, you know, a good friend, he's a really good friend of mine. He, everything he reeks, like high confidence, high self-esteem, like all this stuff in social settings to a point that it, it, it actually, and like, this is me being like hella vulnerable, like to the point where like, sometimes I don't even like being around them because I'm exactly not, what you mean. I'm not at that level. And it's like, if, even if I try and put the persona up that I am at that level, then it kind of just looks like we're playing whose dick is bigger. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, I'll, I'm, that's not who I am. You know, that's not the type of person there's people out there who are like that and that's fine. We need them in this world, you mm-hmm. know, whatever to make it go round. But that's not who I am. So like there's times where I'm like, man, like I don't, I, I don't really want to fucking be around them because I'm not feeling good about myself. Yeah. But he seems to. But then. And now, that's important, I think, to point out, like to be able to have a self-awareness of knowing like, hey, I'm not in a good spot today. I can't be around this confident person because it's just going to fuck me up. That's okay sometimes. But yeah, I agree. I think I think it's hard to notice that because there's times where I'm like, I know I'm feeling like this, but I still want to hang out with him. He's yeah. my boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just want to hang out with him. But it's like, I know if we go out or whatever, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, why do I do this to myself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, as I was getting to, you know, like now I think about it, like, just from the things that I know about him and the conversations and stuff that we had have or have had, um, he probably is, has a really low self-esteem. He's probably doesn't rate himself very high on the, our one to 10 scale. That's so interesting to think about. I like now that I really think about, but like I said, my perception of mm-hmm. him and, and it's funny cause that even goes back into, you know, when I was seeing, you know, that girl, she, I would, I used to tell her like, yo, like I suck. <laughs> like, like i'm the worst and she's like no and i'm like no like really like i have low confidence and she's like but you don't project yourself that way i'm like that's because i'm fucking good at hiding it like well, people that are the loudest about themselves are usually the people that are feeling yeah. the shittiest they're like i have to tell you how good i am because yeah. i don't believe it <laughs> yeah or i tell you like how bad i'm doing because like it's but i say in like a funny self-deprecating right. way and oh. it's like oh which is like my specialty. Me too. It's uh, my love language, I think. <laughs> we can add that, right? What's what's the guy who wrote that book? We just add that to the uh what is it called when you add something to a book, you know? Addendum. Yeah, we just put another one in there. Self-deprecation. Self-deprecation. When you make jokes, <laughs> but like that's honestly like that's I think my one of my better qualities is that I, I guess I'm funny sometimes, you know, and mm-hmm. I make funny jokes about myself more so than anybody or anything else. So yeah. like I'll cover that stuff up. And, you know, she straight up, like, didn't believe me. It's like, I don't believe. I'm like, yo, like, I'm fucking not well. <laughs> like, yeah. it's fine. Like, I'm really not well. It's fine. It's not your fault. And there's nothing you can do to fix it. But, like, understand that, like, if I say this shit, it's, I don't say it just to be funny. Like, I, there's a level of truth to it. Right. And the people but that I'll are just... close to you know that. But people from the outside are like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I'll I'll make a joke about it to, like, make the conversation a little bit more lighthearted but like mm-hmm. now there's like a level of truth to oh, it oh yeah 100%. <laughs> like, without a doubt and it's funny because i just now now you really got me thinking about my buddy and i'm like curious what that answer is i when i think of self-confidence i think of people who really know i'm sorry self-esteem i keep 
interchanging the two. Yeah. When I think of high self-esteem, I think of people who like really know themselves and are really secure in who they are and like don't feel like they have to sell you on that because they already know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you I, think I have a lot of self-esteem? I would say lately more so, for sure. Because I feel like a lot of it for some people is just knowing that, like you said, you're where you're supposed to be and not just like wandering around like, what the fuck do I want? Am I always questioning yourself? Like, am I doing the right things? Mm-hmm. Like, I think once you get yourself in a place, I think situational things do have to do with it, honestly. I know that that's probably not the right answer. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just my opinion. But I, I, I think it might be hard to find someone who's unemployed and like struggling i'm gonna be financial you know what i mean whatever like someone who doesn't have like a few things that they're really passionate and motivated by that has high self-esteem because i feel like that almost you need things to kind of direct you a little bit and give you like a feeling of accomplishment and like you're you're here for a reason doing something important like how to like me leaving a mark yeah i guess I, and what like what, i don't know what do you think about that because that's my opinion yeah i mean i think uh, it you know what else just came across my mind it's like pretty crazy like you know, everybody says that they like want to leave a mark you know whatever mm-hmm. i mean let's be honest i don't think fucking itunes or spotify is going anywhere anytime soon no. it's only gonna elevate and grow and like you and i could drop dead tomorrow and we like left a mark yeah like that's cool, but like yeah. I never thought about that until yeah. right now. Like our vo- our voices will forever live on because for the creepy. most part, <laughs> you know what I mean. It is a little kind of creepy at the same time, but if you really think about, it, like I don't think like Spotify would like delete this shit or same like. I hope it, not. It, even still, Spotify, if you're listening, don't cancel us. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah, please don't cancel us. We'll pay our subscriptions. <laughs> um, I don't pay a subscription. So blah, 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 subscription. You don't? No, I got free Spotify because um, I feel like this is like admitting that I have an Android because I feel like Spotify to iPhone is Apple Music to Android. It's like the lesser of the two. Like Apple Music, people don't fuck with Apple Music. I fucking love Apple Music. I hate Apple Music. Like, most people do. And, and you know what? I'm okay with that. I know it's one of my weaknesses in my personality that I prefer that. <laughs> I'm aware. But at least I don't have an Android. It could be worse. Also true. <laughs> It could be worse. <laughs> My theory about Androids are people people that have them are people that just haven't like they've just like been behind the wrong candidate for so long they just cannot give up the fight. Like they're willing to fucking die on that mountain. I could literally have like a full podcast about this because I sold phones. You know what I mean? Oh but. my god, I can't stand them. I used to think that uh, <laughs> this is fucked up, but it's just I'm just gonna say it. Whenever I would text someone and it came up green, I was like, oh. It must be poor. <laughs> Even <laughs> though most Android phones are more, more expensive. expensive. <laughs> I and I, until I actually had recent friends who I know make great money and are smart people, except for that. That's their character flaw, you know, the Android <laughs> part. But, you know, I digress. Here we are. Anyway, what the yeah. fuck were we talking about? Back to self-esteem, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you have an Android, you have low self-esteem because I probably make fun of you all the time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dude, she's coming out. There's fucking ruthless. Oh my <laughs> god, coming out swinging. Would you ever date someone that had an Android? I'm sorry. I just, I need, I just need to like talk about this for a second. Yeah. I straight up would not ever. <laughs> no. If I cannot see that you're typing, fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's the. Maybe we can like Facebook toxicity. message or something. I don't know. DM, but we're definitely never texting. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly in the. Like, how Instagram. are we gonna Facetime? Huh? You can do that now, by the way, on an Android. No oh, shit. Yeah, you can. 
Yeah, but to an iPhone user? Yes. No, an iPhone user can you can FaceTime. How? Sends a link. Click the link. A link? It literally texts a link. Yeah, that's just, like no, that's ridiculous. It opens up just like FaceTime. I don't respect it. <laughs> You're just in denial. It is what it is. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where were we? I don't even remember. We got so lost. Fucking Androids. Oh yeah, I remember now. Um one thing I was thinking was like do you ever see like, your friends or uh, we'll say acquaintances, people you don't really like keep up with, but you like see them like post shit and on Facebook or Instagram. And we all know like none of that shit's real, you know, whatever. But, but it still kind of feels real. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can like avoid it. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man, dude, they like have it fucking figured out. Like, yes. And you know what I mean? Like, That's why every time I go through a depression hole, I delete it because I can't look at it because I'm like, wow, everybody has their shit together and here the fuck I am. Even though they're probably just as fucked as oh, we are. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, but it's like, man, like you really, like you enjoy being an accountant. Like that's what you yeah. wanted to do. Like you went to school for it and then you got a job and like here you are, pictures in your suit, shaking hands, making deals and super happy. And I'm like, damn, like I've, I'm, I'm not like that right now. Do you now. ever think, do you ever look at like LinkedIn or like Instagram and see those people that were in the same major as you and like you remember back in school when you worked alongside them and you like you knew like oh i'm so much smarter than this fucking idiot like and you were like oh when we get out of here like i'm making big bucks i'm gonna figure it out like this fucking morons this this they're not gonna cut it in this, in this field and yeah, then they're they, gonna drown and now they're doing great and you're like, <laughs> like oh, fuck. oh so am i delusional am i lazy like what the fuck like i i just Social media just really does not not great for self-esteem not, at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah, because I look at things. In, to answer your question, yes. Okay, makes me feel better. I was like, shit, is there, he not answering because he doesn't? That's just me. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, I absolutely like there's people. There's even people I surround with myself with on a regular basis where I'm like, dude, I know I'm smart. And it's not that like I'm making fun of them or like yeah. I think I'm better than them. But it's like, I know I'm smarter. I know I'm more capable. Like I know... I I can do more things, but why the fuck am I, why are they ahead of me? And why are they, why, you know, why are they winning the race? This fucking mm-hmm. fake race, oh, you know what I mean? Amen. That you just make up in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, why are they winning the fucking race? And it's like, I have no idea. And it's like, it's probably like a culmination of like a bunch of different things yeah, not going absolutely. my way. Yeah. And, and all I'm doing is kind of like, uh, you know, like taking it out on that, you know? Yeah. Like taking it out on a waitress because your food's late. Like it's yeah. the wrong fucking thing uh-huh. to take it out on. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, it's yeah. Like I said, I was just randomly thinking, like, do you ever fucking see that shit and it just pisses you off? It's so like not healthy, and I get it, and you're not supposed to do it. But I think that's the one thing that's tough for our parents of all people to understand is how much different our generation self-esteem is because of social media. And I know this is like, everyone talks about this. Like everybody knows what we're about to say, but it just, it it could not be more true. Like how, how we view ourselves and view others is just so different than any other generation ever has. Uh, it's unprecedented. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we can click a button, you open your phone, you click one button and you can see pictures of the most beautiful women, beautiful men, you know, Successful, successful well-traveled like all this shit you know what i mean i mean it's funny i just watched um the tinder swindler last night ah wild oh my god and it's like sitting there and it's funny because it's like man 
I mean, I'll give it to him. The dude in his pictures, he looks attractive. He looks like a fucking wealthy fucking. Definitely looks like he has enemies. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> Needs protection from his enemies. But like, it's it's just funny because it's like you look at that and it's like you see that and you're like, wow, this person does all this shit. And, you're, and then I'm sitting here like this kid is was able to like fly around the world and do all this shit and on other people's money. And like, here I am like fucking you know working a nine to five you know i wonder what his self-esteem is like it same thing he's got to be a sociopath fan he has to be has to be but like it like i said probably same thing about like my friend that i was talking to i bet you it's actually very low see i'm i almost wonder if it's like delusionally high yeah or or like fucking fucked in the head yeah like unhealth yeah unhealthily is that yeah sure we'll go with it <laughs> it's our fucking podcast yeah how many times do we say that too like i just make up words i'm like fuck it it's my podcast Sounds right. <laughs> add it to the dictionary um yeah add it webster where you at um but yeah like it's just so disgustingly high that it's actually unhealthy yeah i wonder wow i got a lot of questions you know what i'm actually visiting Liv this weekend and she's a mental health clinician and she might have some of these answers so i will try and get some info for you people and come back with some answers for you <laughs> caitlin comes back and just records an entire episode by herself with just a list of according to olivia <laughs> <laughs> but um until we have a professional we'll just keep pretending like we're the professionals so yeah i like that idea <laughs> on to my next question <laughs> um do you think that you can be in a relationship either yourself or with someone else who has low self-esteem do I think you can? Yeah, I think you can. A healthy relationship. Yeah, now we're talking. Um, <clears throat> I think the like my gut tells me no, because I'm I've always been like a firm believer of like like my initial reaction is no because I've been a firm believer of you know uh, you can't some- love someone else mm-hmm. unless you love yourself you know and you you know. You can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. Things like that. But I think that's my initial reaction. But I, I think a lot of like relationship stuff, um, it's about sacrifice and helping your partner be their best at their worst. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or bring out the best of them. Yeah, that's interesting. You, you know what I mean? Like, um because it's so I actually talked about this in my mental health class. It's very easy to be angry. It's easy to be angry, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the easy route, you know. Well, it's super easy to be in a healthy relationship when everything's easy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like okay, cool. Like you have a fucking healthy relationship and everything is perfect like in your life, you know. Okay, that's not fucking really impressive. Like that doesn't show me anything. What really shows me something is if I'm fucking at my low and my significant other, um, you know, gets me out of my low or helps balance me out or vice versa, you know, that's where I think a healthy relationship really is born, you know, because, again, it's easy to be it's easy to be easy when things are easy. I think that your answer changes my answer a little bit, actually, because I might same thing initially. I'm like, absolutely not. Like I can say from experience in being where I've been mentally the last couple of months um there I absolutely cannot be dating right now there's just like there's just no way that I can function properly with another person right now it's just a lot a lot for me and a lot of work on their end so I think I would say 
I'm the same way, just for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think starting a new relationship with low self esteem on either end, hard no. You, I I think that you should not do that. I don't think that. And even if you build your self esteem in the relationship, that also may end up giving that person the power to take it away if the relationship ends. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think the the big thing is is like important to know who you're doing that with you know what i mean because there are uh, there's bad people out there you know what i mean who will find someone who's in a vulnerable spot and so then they can have that power because they aren't genuinely good people so like be careful who you allow bring yourself up but like when it works it works like I, i have a buddy who's him and his wife are like madly in love with each other and he did not come from a lot you know what i mean and self-esteem was at all time low and it was actually funny i was hanging out with him recently and she's like yeah you know when he would come over he would always show me like the poems that he would write and you know these other things and i i love like these songs he would write and all this stuff and you know i loved it this that and the other thing and then we started dating and all of it stopped and, she, and she's like, all of it stopped. And like, I, I remember like getting mad at him. I was like, why did you stop doing that? Like, I liked it so much. And he gave me the best answer. He goes, well, I'm not sad anymore. Oh. <laughs> he's like, I wasn't fucking sad anymore. So I don't The tortured fuck? artist. Yeah. He's like, why the fuck would I write anymore? Why mm-hmm. would I talk about this shit? I was fucking sad. And now I'm with you. I'm not sad. Aww. You know what I mean? So like he found the right person to, yeah. to, to balance himself out, to bring himself up and vice versa, you know? So. There's other people out there who will take advantage of that, and I don't think it's right. But I, I think also, I mean, I actually asked, I was answering this, wasn't even realizing how introspective this question was because um, when I started my last relationship, it was when I had just started therapy and I was like trying to figure out who the fuck I was. And I remember asking my therapist in one of the sessions, like, do you think that I can do this work on myself while being in a relationship, like while starting something new? Is this something that I can? should or shouldn't be doing and she was like you know i really can't tell you what to do is it better to do by yourself absolutely but is it possible to do it with somebody else yes but you just have to be really committed to it and like cognizant of what's happening while it's happening yeah i think i think you kind of said what i wanted to say was i'll never say never Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you Mm -hmm. can't say that because fucking the world is endless possibilities but like it's you have to be very calculated at what you're doing yeah and and like you said, conscious that like, okay, and, and committed, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's very, very important to bring up. But yeah, I think you can. I, I, I Like I said, my gut reaction was like, no, like no fucking way. Like, but then at the same time, I'm like, ah. well, I think if you're committed to improving it, but I think just having low self-esteem and meeting someone and then being like, I'm going to date this person now or meeting someone who has low self-esteem and like, well, that's, I think that is not pot. I don't know. Again, anything's possible, but I think very, very low chances of like very low success rate. Yeah. If both people have very low self-esteem because it's it's just a never ending circle. And you usually from seeing my friends, you know, date certain people with similar situations, similar bad upbringings and yada, yada, yada. um, They just lived off of each other's toxicity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they found they found love, quote unquote, um, you know where in each other's flaws because mm-hmm. they had the same flaws mm-hmm. and it's like no that's 
not really a healthy place mm. to start building love Oof. in my opinion you <laughs> oh know. that one hurt <laughs> like, you know so i don't i don't know and again i'm not a professional you know but I, I don't think it's like starting off a relationship with an ultimatum, you know, it can I, also be frustrating too. like when you're in a better place and you've done the work and then you meet someone who's not and they're like, oh, my life sucks. I don't have a direction. Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, bro, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I've been there and like, I, I'm not going to fix you. You got to fix you. When you do that, you let me know. Yeah. But like, I think helping them is important. You know what I mean? Because like we've as all, a friend. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think. I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it in a relationship. I, yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend it and at all. Off the but. bat. Not not like if you're, like you said, like if you're invested in, and your partner's like going through something, like don't just be like, well, your self-esteem stuck, sucks, so I'm fucking out. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Figure the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> no, no, not like that. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's a tough one. As far as improving self-esteem, now we're going we're gonna to lean a little bit into some research that we've done because I think this is important to talk about. We've dissected it through and through, but... How does one improve self-esteem? Bobby, I'm going to let you lead this one off and I'm going to take notes. <laughs> oh, fuck me, right? <laughs> um, I think the first thing that we you would want to do is like adjusting negative thoughts. You know what I mean? Like becoming aware of your negative thoughts. I think that's hard. Like, when... like negative thoughts about yourself. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So. Oof, that one's tough. It's like when... looking your demons right in the eye and being like, I fucking see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think I, I've always been like a big like advocate for like self-awareness like mm -hmm. and i think my self-awareness of from like i would say 28 to where i'm at now almost 31 like has skyrocketed like i'm much more self-aware about my you know how the words i say or the things that i do affect other people mm -hmm. like i would even say even more so from 29 to 30 like that was a huge growth jump for me um but Aside from that, from like a self-esteem uh, perspective, I have gotten a lot better at at least I and I think identifying it's half the battle. Yeah, you know oh I mean? for like, sure. Yeah, just being like and oh, admitting like, it to yourself. Yeah, like man, I, I'm not that I'm not good enough for this, and not not good enough, but like I struggle in this area. Yeah, well, well no, I'm saying like that's the initial thought. You're like, oh, oh okay. I'm not good. I'm not yeah. good enough for this, and then going like, wait a minute, it, like stop, like that's mm -hmm. kind of negative. Like, you don't want to think that way. Just be like, how can I do this? You know what I mean? And or like, what way can I do that better? So I, I don't feel this way. And like, I'm getting that a lot at work right now. You know what I mean? Because like with work, I'm like, I'm, I want to be perfect. I want to be the best mm. at my job. Oh, preach. You know what I mean? And I'm new and I need to just let time do its thing and learn and make mistakes and all this stuff. But I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, man, maybe I'm not cut out. Maybe I'm not. I shouldn't be here. Maybe I'm in over my head. And I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you've been you've been here before. You're just fucking you've been here for 16 days, dude. Yeah. Like, relax, you know? Well, that's good. Good for you. It's important. It's hard. Like I said, I think identifying those negative thoughts first is ha it, that's half the battle. If you're if you're aware that you're doing it, you don't have to catch every single one. Mm -hmm. But if you can start, you know you know, picking a couple up. I think that's super important. I think the next one is actually really interesting. I'm going to read it and I'm going to, again, I'm just giving like the, the melancholy version of these thoughts because I'm just going to talk about how a depressed person struggles with this next one. It says, uh, going off of the negative thoughts, challenge negative thinking patterns. When you find yourself engaging in negative thinking, try countering those thoughts with more realistic and or positive ones. 
sounds great on paper, but I can tell you, I'm just thinking back to last Thursday when you and I were supposed to record. Like I was standing in my kitchen and like consciously trying to be like, okay, you, I know things feel hopeless and dark right now, and you feel like you're a loser and like you don't know what you're doing, and like, but like, is that real? Like, are you like, you've been down before? Like, you can get back up and like. A depressed person is like it feels unfeasible like you aren't gonna ever be able to get up like like this is your life now and there's I think the best way to describe it I was talking about it was like it's like a panic attack but it's like a slow motion panic attack like you feel like you're gonna die but like slowly yeah so I would say for a depressed person eh, it's I not think... that, that great of advice but for the rest of the world it sounds awesome <laughs> I think though if you look at it from like a big picture, yeah, I get what you're saying. But one of the things that um, I've been taught is like adjusting, just trying to adjust your verbiage a little bit. Of, oh, that's true. That's so true. You know, and uh, one of the things that um, the gym, the Your Life gym had posted, this was a while ago. Um, and it was like, change, change your verbiage from like, I have to go to work to I get to go to work. Oh, yes. So you true. Know I've seen I mean? that before. Mm-hmm. I have to do this project. I get to do this project. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel I, I've been trying to do that a lot more recently. And that's that's fucking hard. Yeah. Like, because you're so used to saying like, oh, I have to fucking do this reporting on this account, you know, or I have to, you know, whatever. Like, I have to run out and, you know, grab lunch real quick because I have to get to this meeting. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's like. You get to go do that stuff. Another like, thing that a person told me too a while ago that I forgot until right now was instead of looking at your to-do list, like I have to write this report or I have to go to this meeting. It's like, well, once I write this report, it will make this meeting go so much smoother because I'll have data to bring to the meeting. And yeah. once I go to the meeting, I'll have the afternoon free to go to the gym. And once I go to the gym, I'll feel so much better and I'll sleep so much better tonight. Like looking at like once I get these things done, it will make my life easier because I got them done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, that's actually interesting. It's kind of the same, same concept, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like restructure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That, I think that one is really fucking hard though. Cause like I've been doing that where I'm like, dude, I have to like do this and that, especially with, like I said, work is like a big thing for me right now. Like it's fucking huge because it's so new. And like, like I said, like I'm in a important position and I'm like, fuck, (laughs) you know, but um, I think I've been doing a lot of this, trying to do this like with work, like, man, like I have to fucking call these like 10 accounts. I'm like, oh, well, no, I get to like these people don't know who the fuck I am yet. You know what I mean? Like, I like so that. like, that's good. It's, it's so hard, though. I think that's a really hard one. Um, The next one um that we have written down here um, is using positive self-talk and practice reciting positive ab- affirmations to yourself. So huge. Yeah. Also so hard. <laughs> also extremely hard because it's like. If I'm feeling fucking fat or whatever, I look at myself. I'm like, no, you look great. And it's like, you're looking at yourself, dude. (laughs) And like, you look like shit. (laughs) I think a good one, though, and this is from therapy. I actually learned this was um, writing down things that you're that you know that you're good at. And I think a hard thing for me with that in the beginning was like, well, back at this time, I was like, I'm good at my job. Like, I'm good at creating, you know project plans i'm good at meeting deadlines i'm good at and i'm like okay well but it's gotta it's gotta be deeper than that like i need to find something deeper than that my therapist is like that's it doesn't like if that's what you are good at and makes you feel good and like you've accomplished something that's okay like yeah hopefully there's a couple things that are a little more you know skin deep than that but that's okay yeah i i that one that one's hard 
I agree with it. You know what I mean? But that, that one's definitely hard. Um, because especially when you're at a low, it's kind of hard to find, you know, those things. I, I remember talking about this. Yeah. Again, we mentioned that we're kind of, you know, using some of these notes here from, from that class. When we were talking about that, uh, I remember saying, like, you're like, you know, go back and remember when you did something well at work or whatever. And like, sometimes when you're at like a really fucking bad low, it's kind of hard to even remember. You know what I mean? <laughs> I sure fucking do, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of hard. You're like, you're like, well, there was that one time. And then you start downplaying that too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. you're like, yes. well, remember that one time you closed that big deal? You're like, it wasn't that big of a deal. I've closed other ones since. And That's like, also the perfectionist in you, though, too, I think. Yeah. And oddly enough, that was last week's episode <laughs> or uh, <laughs> topic. Sorry. But yeah. And it's it, so, you know, I remember I remember saying that like during our class. I'm like, you know, that's extremely challenging because you start to if you're at that low of a point, you start to just fucking question everything and, and nothing's good enough. But I do think it's important. The last one, I think, hits home for me Whew, pretty, pretty hard. Uh, it's practicing self-compassion, which basically means forgiving yourself for the past and move forward accepting all of the parts of yourself, which if I ever figure that out, I will certainly let, let you know <laughs> how that goes. Because I think above all, that's the, my biggest challenge. Yeah. Again, that one's also s- super hard, but I th- I think it might be the most important I agree. one. I, think I it- totally agree. <sighs> That's tough. Well, that's so I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but if anyone's familiar with Brene Brown, do you know who that is at all? Who? She's like Brene Brown. She got really famous from her TED talk about shame and um, like guilt and that kind of stuff. And this kind of like it goes with that. I feel like basically she explains that that like guilt means knowing that you did something wrong. Like you you maybe you didn't show up to a friend's birthday dinner because of whatever reason you blew it off. Yeah, you're like, okay, that was a shitty thing that I did as a friend. That was a shitty friend move. That's guilt. Shame is saying, because I blew off this dinner, I am a shitty friend. It's saying, Mm -hmm. like, I did a shitty thing versus I am a shitty person. Oh. So I think that's kind of like being able to recognize the difference between the two of them is whether or not you can forgive yourself and realize, like, yeah, I fucked up here, but, like, that's not who I am. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I like that one. It's It's... A difficult concept to understand, but like once you think about it a lot, you're like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no, I do like okay. that. I do like that. I haven't figured it out, but it's an interesting <laughs> concept. She did. <laughs> I just try and put it in my own, from my own experiences, like back when I was in a, in a better place. And, I, and I'm confident that I'll get there. But um, I remember this was one thing that I had gotten, I don't want to say like great at, but but pretty decent at. Um one thing that I struggle with a lot is my friendships and like always feeling like I don't give enough in my friendships and like people want more from me and they're disappointed in me. And when I was in a better place, I was really good at recognizing like just like that, like, okay, yeah, I didn't make it to this thing, but it's, I did the best that I could and that's okay. And people who know and love me and know my heart will know that. And people who don't like, I don't owe them anything because I know who I am as a good friend. Mm -hmm. And I was really confident in that. Um, so yeah, I think that I agree. I think this point's probably one of the definitely one of the hardest, but for sure the most important. Yeah. I, I, I would have to agree with you on that one. So where do you think you fall on this one? Like Which do, one? do you feel good about this with yourself? Or like do you think that you are good at forgiving yourself? 
no. I'm not I don't think I'm good at forgiving myself. I have to agree on that. You're I mean like you said you're your toughest critic. Yeah, I'm I yeah, I'm definitely I'm my biggest critic. With that yeah, no. I'm fucking terrible at this. No, thanks for unpacking this for me. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I'm not great at it right now either, but <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not good at forgiving myself or like giving myself any type of like consideration or like grace at all yeah like no it's like well you did that because you're fucking supposed to do it you know what mm-hmm. i mean like not you know or you didn't do that because you don't give a shit or, or like you suck like yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. or whatever it is yeah i'm not good at this i should probably like try and work on it i think i think more recently i've been aware of it like that's where it starts though i think yeah like i said before like i think you know like recognizing it's like Mm -hmm. half the battle like there's times where i'm like yeah you should give yourself a little bit of a break and then i'm like nah fuck that (laughs) you know what i mean yeah like just i'm not gonna do it but yeah i'm i'm not pretty i'm not good at it but i i think i do agree I, i think my mind has been made up that i think this one's the most important hands down definitely so uh do you have any closing arguments about (laughs) self-esteem right i don't know i think we kind of laid it all out there i think just like one of the uh, my biggest thing was that you know uh the cover of the book isn't always what the book is about you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so like you know there might be some people out there and maybe start thinking about that like the people who seem like super confident feel like that you're like oh man they probably fucking love themselves Maybe start thinking, you know, adjusting your perspective and think. And maybe think about yourself too. Like, what do I put out there versus how I actually feel? Exactly. And that it's okay to put out there if you're not feeling that well about yourself. Like, it's okay. You know, as long as you're telling, you're honest with yourself about it at some point and you have hopefully some kind of support system that also knows that you're not your best self at this moment. And, but that we can all get there. Absolutely. Using these five tips or however many we give you. And on top of that, our DMs are always open. So if you do need to reach out, you know, if you're not feeling good and you want to chat, I've had I had that from last episode. I had someone reach out and they were just like, "Yeah, this is fucking scary, and I don't know what's going on." And help me. And I was like, "I've fucking talked to you in like 20 years, but okay." I love that. I I'll say this: I might be in a shit place personally, but I can. Woo, I can still give out advice like nobody's fucking business. <laughs> I know, right? I can't take my own advice, no. but I can give it out. Yeah. So. But uh, so what's what's next episode looking like? What's that look like? You know, well, as much as I'm sure everyone's enjoyed just listening to the two of us bullshit back and forth. Of course. I, I mean, why not? Right? I know. For the shit, it's right? It's been too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, there it is. The self, the, uh, the false self-confidence. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I think we're going to have guests. Yeah, we have to have It's guest. time. It's time. And I think with the hiatus, what do we call it? hiatus yeah we call mm-hmm. it the hiatus um with that it sounds like we're saying the i hate us <laughs> <laughs> ironic <laughs> planned it <laughs> oh, <can't> <laughs> um yeah i think with with our hiatus i am um, we have a lot of people that want to come on a lot of people that we want to have on mm-hmm. um it may be you and you might not know it yet <laughs> listeners <laughs> we're talking about you <laughs> duh um but yeah so we uh i I think our next episode, we have a handful. We just kind of, we got to map it out. We'll figure it out, mm-hmm. though, right? That's why it, we go You will once not be month. disappointed. I can tell you that. And if you are, don't tell us. Because <laughs> <laughs> where self-esteem is pretty low. Yeah, we can't take any more criticism besides the criticism <laughs> that we give ourselves. And on that note. <laughs> on that note. 
As always, uh, follow our Instagram at a regular podcast. Feel free to follow my uh, personal Instagram at yobob, E-Y-O-O-O underscore B-O-B. And my personal Instagram, as long as I still have it up and running, because we know I just sometimes shut it down when I'm feeling like shit. But right now I have it <laughs> at Katie underscore A-N-I. It's K-A-I-T-Y underscore A-N-I. And we will talk to you next month, month. <laughs> <laughs> on some upcoming Thursday. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you. <laughs>